hello there. I'm Ellen. I'm the pussycat half of Pea Green Boat. In this podcast, I'll be talking about the real you, the person you've always dreamed of being. And I'll also be talking about all the things that get in the way of you being that person, that stop you being that person, and what we might be able to do to change that. I'll often be chatting with my fellow coach and longtime friend Fiona Dove. Fiona is the other half of Pea Green Boat. And with lots of other fascinating people from all over the world that we've both been fortunate to meet. So join me here for our weekly chats, full of laughter and ideas, ideas that can open doors for you. So grab yourself a coffee, hop on board Pea Green Boat, and we'll have a gentle sail down the river. Well, I'm lucky this week because I've got um, my friend and colleague, Faye Blakey, fellow coach, with me. So uh, you're going to get a bit of a treat this week. And I thought we'd just start off because I know Faye a little bit, but not very much. So, Faye, who are you? And you're not your job. Don't tell me about your job. Tell me about Faye. It can be so difficult. Good morning as well. Good morning, Ellen, and hello to your listeners. And thank you so much for having me on your on your lovely podcast. Um, it can be so difficult, can't it? You're not your job. And um and and you did give me a heads up, didn't you, Ellen, that you were gonna ask this question. It's like, oh, who am I? Who am I? I'm this is me. I'm a 48-year-old woman, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter and a sister, and I, yeah, I show up for my family and my friends as as me, the person. But I think, you know, you, you mentioned you're not your job, and I think I do my job because of because of who I am, and we can we can talk about that a little bit more later. But yes, I am. I I'm I'm 48. I live in Shropshire, as you do, Ellen. And I I really like people, but I really like people from the point of view of um, what people have within them and who they could be and who they are now and where they can get to. I guess that's why I do what I do. But I'm I'm a mother, as I said. I have a an eleven year old, soon to be twelve year old little boy who is totally into computer games. Oh my god! Um, yeah, <laughs> totally. Mm. It could be worse. It could be worse. But there you go. Um, computer games are his are his life, and he's living his best life at the moment. Ellen, it's the summer holidays. He he's yep. still asleep in bed because he likes to read as well, which is which is great. And he stays up quite late reading, which I don't really mind. Um, so he's living his best life. He'll he'll rock downstairs in his PJs and start playing computer games soon. <laughs> I'm I'm a wife to to John, who um, he goes out playing his guitar and does lots of things around music. And and for me, um, you know, I've mentioned my family. I'm close to my family, mm. and I like I like reading. I like learning. I like history i like um i like nice things i like the nice things in life i like chocolate i like food (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and and obviously because my husband goes out and plays guitar with his bands um i have to be here for my my little boy 
um, because he's eleven, and whilst he doesn't he doesn't feel he needs me, he does. So so yeah, so we we hang out at home quite a bit, and I work at home as well, so I hang out at home too much, Ellen. <laughs> and you mentioned before we pressed record that you'd been at at, at a concert yesterday, and I thought, oh, how lovely! I need to start doing that again. I've been to one since COVID, and it was amazing. It was Queen down at the O2. Oh oh oh. oh. Ellen, yes, 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 exactly. Sorry, yeah. I'm got some fan too. <laughs> with, with Adam Lambert, obviously not Freddie, yeah. um, but but he was magnificent. But it was a show that you know was it. It just featured them all. Oh, it was just Brian. Come on, you still got Brian oh. as a hero because he's an astrophysicist. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. And it was, it was, it was goosebumpy. It was fantastic. It was all the things you wanted it to be, and more. So much more. It was fantastic. So yes, um, I like to go out with my friends. I've got a nice close circle of friends, a small circle of friends. I'm not friends with absolutely everybody i'm not that person i've got my small circle um and yeah i guess that's me yeah well i mean i love it that we got to talk about music and things and and reading and i do hope you get to go out again soon Mm. because um i found out and like last night was the first night well not the first night but the first night for a while that i'd been out to something and it was fantastic concert and it just, it, we were sitting next to somebody and, um, you know, you start chatting and it turned out they were the mother of one of the singers, mother and father mm-hmm. of one of the singers. So you just end up and you, you just chat to people and you find these new things. And I think that's sort of really important for everyone mm-hmm. that you, you need to connect yeah, connection's a big thing at the moment, Ellen. I'm seeing it coming up in lots of different places, but you're absolutely right. And I think that um, because I can be a bit of a home bird, and so for, for when we were locked down, I mean, obviously this is a couple of years ago now, but we've, ha- we've had this ongoing, haven't we, you know, over the years. Um, and when, you are, when, when we were locked down, we, we got used to it. And so yeah. now it's about remembering who we were before before yeah. COVID and being able to say, actually, I'm going out and I'm doing these things. I said to my mum last week, gosh, I haven't been shopping for ages, i.e. I haven't been mooching around the shops for ages because we couldn't do it, could we? No. And I'm not a massive shopper, to be honest with you. But she, her face lit up and she said, neither have I, let's do it. I said, no. okay, let's do it. So we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we're going for lunch, and we're going for lunch. And we're going to do these things that we used to do and we haven't done for ages. And I'm really looking forward to that. You know, just that connection with my mum connection with the people who will will bump into you know and yeah. yeah so it's good so so even that you know that's gonna be lovely I'm really looking forward to it I was really upset yesterday when I came out in a full cold you can probably hear it in my voice <laughs> full cold and I was thinking don't you dare don't you dare you know ruin Saturday for me I'm going out <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not I I, I find that um, I'm getting asked about connection an awful lot now, and um, and I'm glad it's it's happening for you too. I'm a bit of a home bird. In fact, I'm probably a much worse home bird than you because I I'd be quite happy in my house, never seeing anybody for weeks, and I'm actually okay. Um, but I like going out as well. I'm really sociable. And I'm great when I go out. But I do find that 
I've just been opening my garden, as I think you know, um, the last couple of months. And new people are coming, obviously, because I haven't been here very long. And again, it's the connection. And they come along. All these interesting people come. And I'm getting asked, actually, about things like well-being. You know, oh, it'd be great to just come and sit in the garden. I've got a pond, which, you know, in the waterfall and all that so it sounds nice oh i just love to sit here they say and are you finding things like that yeah and and actually you've just you've just reminded me we um we have in our garden we've got we've got a piece of grass at the back that and, and an area of that just hasn't grown and developed because our next door neighbors have got a beautiful big maple tree that that yeah the canopy hangs over and and it's a beautiful tree and actually our garden is south facing ellen so it gives us the only shade we get in the garden so when it's hot we need so what we've what we decided to do and my husband did this a few weeks ago was dig out the grass yes. and we just you know made a a nice little seating area there under the maple tree and it's mm. just beautiful because i'll go out there and sit got a little bench on there go out there and sit my next door neighbours have got a water feature. They've got a pond. So they've got a water feature. I can hear the water feature. So I'm listening to the water. I can hear the ducks because we live by a mere and the ducks come over. The, the, the pond is their little spa and they come over and, and I can hear them quack quacking. They come and walk through our garden. It's just gorgeous. And it's that, just that connection with what is. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm so with you with that. I, um, my again we we use our pond i mean it is the place we sit but there are other shady places that we sit too and you must have really wanted that in the heat wave <laughs> it was it was lovely and yeah i'm just thinking that poor people who haven't got that you know you live in a town you live in a flat mm. and You've got to get out to connect. And mm. um, I'm wondering how they do it, really. Because um, there are parks, but it isn't quite the same, is it, as just being able to go and sit somewhere quiet on your own. It's a real privilege to walk out of the back door and be able to do that. And I, I did really think that, you know, during the lockdowns, people in high-rise flats with children and, and, and without children, you know, people who may not have even had a balcony to get that, to just go out and be in the fresh yeah. air. I can't imagine what that did for their mental health because it was bad enough for those of us who do have a garden to go and sit in so for yeah. people who were living in you know a couple of rooms mm. on top of each other yeah i can't yeah. can't begin to imagine yeah uh, i i i that was one of like the horror stories feeling mm. well, it wasn't a horror story but it was, you know how you sit there and you think about other things and other people and i just did not want my I could imagine it too easily. I did not want to imagine that. Mm -hmm. uh, really send out compassion and feel, you know, I'm really sorry. There's nothing I can do. Um, but to actually feel it in yourself, I mean, I would have, I would have gone stir crazy, as they say. And I think, so, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Mm, definitely. 
Thank goodness for Amazon and books. And I know that we uh, shouldn't be necessarily using Amazon, but, you know, when you can just quickly download something onto your Kindle or whatever and, and exactly. at least escape in that way, then, yeah. you know, it's yeah. big. And I think Netflix did a lot too. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And people could actually go and there's such an enormous variety. So at least they've got an escape channel. Yeah. And, you know, when... It, it makes me makes me feel really feel for prisoners because mm. I think you've you know I was for a bit and yeah you've done something horrible and foul and you know probably if I just met you and you'd done it I'd, you, I'd probably hit you with a brick or something and get mm. myself but <laughs> but I'm still not sure that's a good thing to do to people or whether it makes any difference. Okay. It's really interesting you brought that up. I was watching a program last night on Channel, I can't remember, Channel 4, and it was about eight, um, the prison in Wakefield, I think it's Wakefield, where the most um, dangerous prisoners go to. Yeah, yeah. It was horrific. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, and there were prisoners talking who'd been in there and had been released, mm. um, but talking about their experiences, and it, it's just horrific. Yeah. yeah, and you wonder, I mean, I can understand it in a way that, you know, we've got to get this person out of society before they do it again, um, which I can sort of understand. But just to lock somebody up forever, and I mean, a lot of these are lifers. Mm. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure about that. I, I feel we ought to be looking for a different way, mm. and I think some people are. But um, just to move on, Faye, what is it you love most about your work? Uh, what do I love about I love the liberation. I'm going to say it, the liberation. I'm, I'm a coach, as you are, Ellen, and I find coaching absolutely liberating. Mm-hmm. I think in life we have all these constraints that are put on us from so early on. You know, we, we're born and we're told that we should be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't I don't have any problem with that. You know, I do understand that children, you know, can be can be a pain if they're running around. They should be seen and not heard. But we remember these things and we forget that that was for our childhood and not for our adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these constraints that are put on us um, through life for, for the best reasons, you know, the best reasons. But it's about remembering that as we grow up and we become adults, we are then responsible for ourselves and we don't need other people to to be putting us in our place. And, you know, I've had I've had lots of coaching myself, um, lots of coaching. And when you are with a coach and they are asking you what you think and what you would like and how you would like to do it and what works for you and you're – the center not the center of attention but you kind of are but in 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 lovely in a good way and it's about you and you think to yourself oh actually i can do things my way yes oh actually i do want this i'd forgotten i wanted this yes i've forgotten or i hadn't realized that i am this person yeah and I was liberated by coaching and I've always had coaching in my work. Um, but I've, but I have trained to be a, a coach so that I am 
so that I can work with people in a psychologically safe way um, because I'm because I'm keen on on making sure that I'm working in the best way I possibly can for my clients and I and I love that liberation of not of being the coach of not feeling like I have to give them the answers because of course they have the answers my clients have their answers absolutely absolutely but holding space is so powerful isn't it and it is as you say it's very liberating I mean and uh, sometimes, I mean, I, I've been moved to tears watching somebody's face when they suddenly go, Oh, I can. And, you know, it just makes me tear up because you think, you poor soul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you haven't. And I just love it. I love that thing. But was it, was a childhood thing? I mean, I was, I was very lucky. I, I had a weird upbringing, as most people know. Um, well, they're really witches, but there you go. Um, <laughs> they're great. Um, but I got, I didn't get seen and not heard. But if I burst into a room and there was, you know, dad and mum doing something, it was like, excuse me, we were talking. Mm. Oh. And they treated me as though I was just as adult as they were and could remember it. So, could you, could you start, could you, you know, is it? vitally important because the cat died or something um or you know can this wait and, you go, oh. and they talk about it to me afterwards because my my par- parents i have my own rules i'm not exactly an only child but i was so much younger that i was effectively an only child and i had my own room and mum and dad always knocked mm. even if they were going to come in there and tear me off a strip because it looked like a pit they knocked first and then said, I'm coming in to tear you off. <laughs> Oops. Ooh, right. Okay. <laughs> and so I got this sort of feel. I wish more parents would do that. Yes. Because yeah. do understand. I mean, you must know this from your boy. They know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I try really hard. <laughs> I try really hard. And, and, and actually, he is very... He's he's got that adult way of transacting, yeah. you know, yeah. children do, um, yeah. but he has that adult way. So I can I can <laughs> talk to him in a in an adult to adult way. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that I do all the time. I think your parents are fantastic that they do that. I think sometimes we feel as the adult that we have to go into that. You know, we control our children, or and then we nurture our children and what have you. But we're not. We're not transacting with them no. in that adult one-to-one, you know. Mm. And you can have great conversations with your kids when you do that. You do. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, when I'm lucky, and I, I, I'm not a kids person, I, and I don't have kids, but, you know, you meet them and you meet this really great kid and you're having this really seriously useful, good mm. conversation and learning things from him or her. And... I think that's something to think about, that your kid actually might have opinions that are a little bit expanding on yours. Mm. You know, just because they're younger doesn't mean to say they, they've got less nous than you have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sam will come out with some really profound things and I sit and I listen and I think, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you even know it? You know, he has... He has a quest for learning as well, and um, oh. and he 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 does, and 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 he watches. I mean, 
the resources that that we've all got available to us now um mm. online youtube the stuff that he will watch on youtube um in terms of you know learning about nature he's so into bugs and insects wow. and he just knows about you know he'll the, our neighbours were digging out. We've got new neighbours across the road, and they were digging out the front garden. Mm-hmm. And um, so, oh, we've come across a flying ant's nest. I'm really sorry if we've disturbed it. And and I told Sam I was going to pick him up from his martial arts class, and I said, "Oh, they've found an ant's nest." He said, oh, "I'm going to look." He said, "If the queen's there, it'll yeah. stay. If the queen's gone, the nest will go." And I'm like, "How do you know?" And he know. He just you yeah. know. He hasn't learned it at school. He's, he sits and he's fascinated by by these, you know, people who create these channels who, yeah. are, who teach it in such a fabulous, exciting way. It's great. It's, it's lovely. Uh, I think sometimes, I mean, I, I'm not a big necessarily fan of computer games, but there are some. Um, there's, a, there's a fabulous ecology one I know of that somebody showed me that it's like, you know how it shows you like how you how the world was came together from bits of dust oh, wow. you know, and all that kind of stuff so i mean sam might already know about it and be about to ask for it for a birthday present or something but there are several of these sort of things and even with some of these stuff like um i've never actually seen warhammer but i know it's there but it makes me think of things like um, Corrie, Coronation Street. Now, that is absolutely fantastic for showing you characters and relationships. Yeah, I may not appre- appreciate the plot. It may not be my scene. That's fine. But I, I've seen bits of, like, some of these, you know, ferocious war game kind of stuff. And there's actually quite a lot of relationship stuff in there. So you think, well, you know, it's another way of teaching. Mm. It is. It is. And and I I mean I'm with you. I don't play computer games and neither does my husband, but Sam is into them and he learns quite a bit from them. And you know, if that's his thing at the moment, he's eleven, then that's his thing, you know. Um, Let him follow his channels. I mean, this is what we keep saying to our clients. You know, you've got your answers. How can I help you find your answers and all this kind of thing? Well, you know, it's the same for Sam. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. What makes yeah. you happy, Sam? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Absolutely. My oh. mum's a maker. She's a really crafty. Oh. She she makes everything and always has. And my dad's pretty much the same as well. And mm. I haven't got that. No. I can I can do stuff. Mm. Um, I can fix things, <clears throat> but I've not got the desire to make. And she no. can't understand that. Um, it's not. It's not that I'm a disappointment or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but she's, you know, why aren't you making things? Well, I'm. I'm not a maker, and when I've been sort of felt that I've should I should have made something, it's sort of like you know, oh, this isn't this isn't terribly great. <laughs> My sister's sort of found her crafty her crafty skills later on in life. She was never create well probably creative in other ways but she wasn't creative in that way when she was younger and then all of a sudden she's she's delighting my mum she's going out buying sewing machines and you know, make, making all sorts <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to find, find what you like yeah, yeah. It, you really do you really 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 do and um, okay well that's sort of taking us to another one then 
What do you love to do when you're not working? Yeah. Well, is work actually such fun that it's not drudgery? Yeah, work's such fun that it's not drudgery, I'll be honest with you, because especially um, especially when I'm thinking about coaching, because I think of all that, that comes into that, the psychology, the yeah. behaviour, the transactions that we were just talking about, all of that, I, I love all of that. And actually, um, when, it, when, when we were in lockdown, I, when I, I did my coaching accreditation, and I chose a course that gave me psychology, neuroscience, transactional analysis, all of that, because I just love it. And I read about that stuff. You know, I, I, I love fiction as well, but I, but I read about that stuff. It's interesting to me. And, and I'm a lover of learning. And I know that the more I learn, the more I realize there is to learn. You know, there's Absolutely. so much to learn, <laughs> but I love it. And I've got about I've got about five books on the go at any one time. And I sort of I used to be the person who didn't start another book until I'd finished this one. But now I'm the person who, you know, got five books on the go. Where <laughs> shall I go next? <laughs> but I love it. I yeah. do. I really do. And I love my house. And I've got a, got a great garden here. I used to be really into my gardening. But I think we moved here just before sam was born um, into the house that we're in now and the garden here is massive i had a beautiful garden at the old house but i think that having a having a newborn as i did at the time trying to get this house because we'd renovated it Mm. trying to get it looking you know half decent um which 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 we did and having a having a a small child i sort of I didn't have the time then to devote to the garden and what have you. So whilst the garden is full and it's got it's got its plants in, it's not. It I don't garden how I used to garden, and it, and it's funny because when I'm out there, I do enjoy it and I lose myself in it. Um, but I don't go out enough. I'm a I'm a fair weather gardener, so it can't be too hot. Can't be hot. It can't be throwing it down. It's got to be that that kind of in between weather. Um, but I also love music. I like dancing around the kitchen, making my words up to songs because I never know the words to songs. So I, you know, I make my own up. And yeah, and and music is my thing that takes me away from if I'm if I'm doing a task, if I'm doing the housework, Ellen, I have my earbuds in, so I've got music playing, and all of a sudden, you know, it it gets done because because I'm listening, or I listen I listen to podcasts. Yes, because yes. I love I love yeah. podcasts and it's part and of that learning say. Um, yeah sorry and hearing what people say you know different yeah. moments yeah yeah I love that so so yes if it's not music I'll, I'll have podcasts in my ears love that so so yeah lots of so my my job is doesn't feel like a job no doesn't feel like a job no. I think the only part of it that feels like a job is the marketing side of it you know because we oh right. god yes <laughs> So that bit feels like a job. <laughs> Indeed. No, I can get that one. You said you read fiction. Come on then, give us give us some titles. Oh gosh, I've got I've got a bookcase out there full of books. I like I like historical fiction. Yeah. I like history. Um there are little bits in fact they're extremely samely, but because I read them years apart, I just fell back into the Ken Follett 
books uh, that he wrote, Pillars of the Earth. Um, I can't remember the name. The uh, what are they called? Well, I, there's four in a series, and and I've and I've loved those. They're they're very samey. They have the character. They have the they have the love interest. They do all that. But I just love the. Um, the smells that come up, you know, the the imagining being in that time. Do you know what I mean? And you can really picture. Um, C.J. Sampson wrote some books about. Um, uh, he was a lawyer, Shard Lake. He was a lawyer wow. in the time of King Henry the Oh my goodness! That, that's really, that's really raw. It feel, you know, it it doesn't hold back on what the scenes would have looked like. Yeah. I love yeah. stuff. Mm. And no, really I'll you. read anything. Yeah. It really takes you there, things like mm. that. Yeah. And, you know, and I I don't read much historical fiction, but I have done and um and I cannot it might be childlike, I can't remember. But somebody's written and they've actually done a TV series of um one of Henry VIII's Major people. Is it, is it Cromwell? No, it's not Cromwell. It's one of the others. Um, it could be Cromwell. And it's writ all written from his point of view. And it's like the whole thing through the whole Bull and Girls cycle, both, both of them. And, um, yeah, I think it is about, I think it's from Cromwell's. Yeah, song. what's it? It's called The Name of the House They Live In. Wolf Hall. Wolf Hall. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. I didn't um, read the book, and I wished I'd read the book before I watched the well, TV. Yeah, I did too. But it's it's still worth it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'll do yeah. that then. I'll yeah. do that. And and during lockdown, you mentioned when we were talking about COVID, you mentioned Netflix being a big saviour for people. Yes. We yeah. started watching The Last Kingdom. Have you seen oh, that? Right. That's no, oh, that's amazing, and that's that's based on the Bernard Cornwall. Corner oh, books. Paul, 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 my husband likes those. Um, so yes, yeah. we ought to, oh, we ought to it was look at those. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Re mm. Really, my kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, just one last question. When you win the lottery and you've got when? millions of it. Absolutely, it's a when, not an if. I, here is the coach talking again. Rubbish. Um, when you win the lottery, what's going to change? When I win the lottery, Ellen, <laughs> I'll probably put some money into marketing. <laughs> I'll get someone else to do my marketing for me. <laughs> I think I'd join you for that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a really funny question, isn't it? Because you think, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do the other. I'll, I'll travel more, I think, um, mm -hmm. when the airports have sorted themselves out. Because I'm oh, not God. going. I'm not. I'm not doing that sketch at the moment. No. <laughs> um, but yes, I'd, I'll travel more. It would be nice to have a holiday home somewhere. Maybe one in the UK. Maybe one abroad. Mm -hmm. Italy might be nice, like Italy. Yeah. Um, and and I. I and and what and what do you do when you win the lottery? Because a lot of people say, "I'll give up this job, I'll give up my work." But then, what do you do? You you imagine yes. yourself in not having anything to do. And I'm a big believer of purpose. So yes. we all have that purpose. Yes. And I think you know, coaching. I I love coaching people. So if I can do that more, 
well I do I do it now <laughs> but I mean you know if I can maybe I'll, as I said I'll put the money into marketing somebody else can do my marketing for me and and yeah I, I continue to do that because I love it and I think it's so beneficial to to yes. people yes. so beneficial my a pal of mine who I do a lot of work with she put a post on LinkedIn saying you know um, wouldn't it be lovely if if we said, "Oh, I'll see you in a bit. I'm just gonna, I'm just having a coaching session. I'm just having my coaching session." And for everybody to be, you know, to to go and see their coach like they see their hairdresser. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, and it's just as important as getting your hair cut properly. Yeah. Yeah. Or more so. Absolutely. Yeah. Or more so. Absolutely. But it's. It's not there yet, and it might take a while. But you know, with with the likes of you and me and and our coaching pals, maybe we'll get there. I hope so. There seems to be a lot more of that now. Faye, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. Oh, thank you, Ellen. It's been delightful being on on somebody else's podcast. It's been really- <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, and and I think we all ought to talk together much more because I think people learn. A terrific amount, I and mean, that's why I like your podcast because there's you and Becky talking. Yeah. But it's really great Thank you. to just hear other people and he, you know, talk together and chat. It's yeah. been really great. So, Faye Blakey, fantastic. Thank you so Good much, Ellen. Great woman. Thank you. Cheers then. Bye. Well, thank you for joining our weekly sale on Pea Green Boat. Time to stop now. If you'd like to know more, you can meet me at www.ellensentier.com and I'm on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn as well. So let's connect. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you so much to Wahoo Media who produced this podcast for me. See you next week. Bye for now.